When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Samsung just finished its latest unpacked event where we saw the company announce two new phones with foldable displays, two new smartwatches, and a new pair of earbuds. I'm Jason Cipriani with co-host Jason Perlo, and today we have Matthew Miller, a ZDNet mobile contributor and good guy all around joining us. On this episode of Jason Squared, we're going to take a break. On this episode of Jason Squared, we're going to break down Samsung's latest announcements. So first off, welcome to the show, Matt. Really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate you guys uh, having me on. Yeah, no problem. All right, Perlo, let's uh, let's begin with you. So initial thoughts, what stood out the most to you from Samsung's announcement? Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be as detailed in my analysis as Mr. Gadget here, who buys every phone in creation, but, you know, so I, I don't have that, that level of deep, you know, uh, micro analysis on the feature sets as both of you guys do, but clearly they wanted to bring the price point on these things a little bit down. Right. So, so, you know, on, on one, uh, the flip is the one I think it looks the most attractive now at around the thousand dollar price point puts it back into iPhone territory. Right. Um, which I think it's going to be, Quite compelling, at least at least on the on the on a little bit higher than the, the, the lowest level iPhone 12. You're looking at you know $800 price point on that phone. Looking at $1,000 on this phone. So for that flip, flippy feature, that folding feature, I think that's something my pe- people might want to look at. Um, they went a little bit you know smaller in terms of the, the, the they shaved like a, like a half a millimeter off of them, maybe a little bit of weight. Um, so if this is you know more of the same in terms of what we saw last year, I mean, it looks like we've got some screen refresh capabilities that have improved on these things. But I think basically this is this is a version two refresh. Um, you know, hopefully they got all the kinks out from the previous year, um, and they're a little bit cheaper. I mean, to me, that's 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 the primary value play uh, on these phones this year. Yeah, so this is actually version three of both phones. And it's a little really? confusing because the flip had, there was an original flip that didn't have 5G and then they bumped it and updated it with 5G. And now we have oh. the flip three okay. and this is the third fold. So, I mean, there wasn't like a true second gen flip, I guess, right. um, but there was a second release. So this, they're calling this the flip three. Uh, but yeah, th- there's a lot of lot of interesting little tiny things along the way here that I think we'll dive into. But Matt, what about you? What stood out the most to you from Samsung's announcement, uh, particularly about its foldable phones? Yeah, so I, I'm quite the <laughs> the Samsung Z Fold fan. I, I bought yes, the you first are. fold, then I bought the second fold. And, and the thing is, right, I bought them. I love the form factor. I love the idea behind it. You know, as a as a guy who takes a train two plus hours a day, it was perfect for that. But I sold both of those phones after a couple months for kind of, for several reasons, but really two main issues. And now Samsung has addressed those two main issues Uh-oh. with this design. So I can't resist. I'm going to have to buy them. <laughs> yeah, so $1,800 coming at you. Uh, so... Uh, first to the price that Jason, that Perlo was talking about, right? Yeah, that we do see um, another $200 price drop from what we saw with the Z Fold 2. 
And we actually saw that 200 price drop with the Galaxy S21s as well. So it's something that Samsung seems to be doing this year, which, which is a nice move, you know, to, to cut the price. Yeah. It's still expensive. I mean, the Z Fold 3 starts at 1800 bucks for the 256 gigabyte one. Right. But the two big things that this new one has that the other ones haven't is S Pen support. And if you ever read, you know, Larry Dignan's articles, he's a huge S Pen Note fan. And yeah. this was the one thing that prevented him from buying one. So I'm curious to see if he's going to jump in as well. Now, the S Pen support comes to the phone. There's no S Pen silo. You have to carry the S Pen mm. with you. And you also, what I learned after a little bit more questioning is you have to use the S Pen design for the fold because right. the tip of the other S Pens in the series of notes and tabs may actually impact the display. So you have to use the very specific S Pen that is designed for the fold screen. Oh, so, yeah, so that's important to remember. From what I understand, it's a retractable tip that actually moves as you write. So it's not firm pressure, right? It, it's able, right. it's their way of controlling how much pressure you use with the pin tip. And so the, the fold stylus, the S Pen Fold or Galaxy Fold S Pen or whatever it's called is $49. And then there's an S Pen Pro that has all the Bluetooth features that Note right. users have come to use and love over the years that like air commands where you could control slideshows and, and music playback is $99. So that's, you know, in addition to the $1,800, because this does, it doesn't come right. with an S Pen. It's, a, it's an optional accessory. But yeah, it's a retractable tip from what I understand that uh, protects the display, which they had a lot of issues with Gen one. So it makes sense that they're taking this extra step. Right. And and you just to clarify too, you also cannot use the S Pen on the cover screen. It's only right. for the main screen. Yep. So, uh, right, and so what was number thing, two? Yeah. Number two was any kind of water resistance, right? I, I live in Washington State. Mm -hmm. It's always sprinkling out, you know. <laughs> I go running with my phones off. And right. not that I I might not run with a Z Fold 3, it's still kind of big, but I'm out in the weather quite a bit and I, I really wanted some kind of level of water resistance. I'm actually I'm kind of impressed that they're able to achieve the level they have. I was figuring, mm -hmm. okay, we'll get, you know, IPX4, a splash resistance or something, but we've got IPX8. You can yeah. actually, they say it can go underwater for 30 minutes. I mean, that's pretty incredible to me for a foldable phone. Yeah. Props yeah. to the first reviewer who submerges it for 30 minutes and, you know, <laughs> goes against everything Samsung tells you to do when you sign that review loan <laughs> agreement. Here's the thing, Matt. can you even put these things in a case? Do they have like, I don't know, rubberized like, like sheets you can put them in or, or are you basically, you cannot use this thing with a case? I mean, how does Samsung, work? Samsung has cases that basically... And Matt, you might know this better than me, but they they clamp on like a shell. It's like a shell case yeah. that goes on each right. side. So, it, you know, the back of the phone has a, a case on it and the front of it has a case on it. Uh, so when you open it, it's just the back of the phone that's protected along with the edges, which is essentially right. what a standard case does anyway. The hinge is not the hinge is not protected, though, but I mean, like the chances of hitting it directly on the hinge is probably minimal, though, I would think, but... Well, Incipio actually makes a really nice uh, case that actually does cover the hinge and it kind of, Ooh, cool. it, as you open it, close it, it actually works pretty well. But again, it's more of a shell case than anything else, but yeah. it, it's, it's the best case they have for the protecting the whole phone. Yeah. So there was a few things for me that stood out. Um, one is 
Look, Samsung fans are not going to be happy that the price is still $1,800. Samsung fans that were hoping that when last December, Samsung put out a blog post that they were going to make foldable display phones more affordable, <laughs> uh, were hoping that it would be less than $1,800 are not going to be happy. And I and I get it. I'm, I'm not happy it's $1,800 because it's still outside of the range that I'm willing to pay for it to test right. it out. You know, I have yet to test any fold devices, even the Galaxy Z Flip, just because they've been too expensive and I don't, I don't want to invest money in that. Right. Uh, but here's the deal. At $1,800, which is where the Z Fold 2 was prior to the announcement, that was after it went on sale a few weeks, few months after it was announced. So we can expect there's going to be a price drop at some point for the Fold 3, right? Whether it's six months from now or nine months from now or even, you know, a couple months from now. We're going to see a price drop similar to the Fold 2. That's just what Samsung does. They do it with their Galaxy S series. They, they've done it with the Note series. So $1,800 to start, but where's it going to end up, you know, a few months from now? We don't know. But here's... Here's the bigger thing. They added a ton of features to this phone. Matt, you already mentioned S Pen support, water resistance. Those are two big features. We now have a 7.6 inch main screen when you fold open the Fold 3 mm -hmm. that has 120 hertz refresh rate, a 6.2 inch display on the front with 120 hertz refresh rate. Both of those are huge. But that main screen is the first time we're going to see an under display camera and a main yeah. flagship phone here in the U.S. That that in and of itself, normally if that was like on a Note, released on a Galaxy Note phone, that'd be huge news. An right. under display camera. And I, I really want to see, and Matt, I, you know, you're going to buy one. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on how well do they do at camouflaging that display there. From what I understand, they have pixels. You know, they're doing a whole bunch of tricks there with the display to camouflage it, depending on what you're doing on the on the screen. And I, I really want to see the tech uh, and how it works. So I think that's a huge upgrade. I'm curious about what happens when you cover the optics like that, whether it affects how well it affects the image quality on, on a capture on the front camera. Yeah, because screens tend to get smudged and stuff, and you don't tend to touch the camera sensor, you know, when, when, you, when you have a, a selfie cam. So. Did either of you get a chance to try that ZTE that had the under display? No. Okay. No. I tried that. I tried that for a little bit for a month or so. Um, you you can't really see the camera much unless you angle the phone that you can see the obvious uh, area of it. But there definitely, is, as Perlo was mentioning, there definitely is an impact on the the quality of the front facing camera. Hmm. And, and I was thinking about that on and on this phone. What you see also is it's down to four megapixels. Yeah. right for that, mm. that under display camera but the user of the z fold 3 i think they're mainly using that for video conferencing i don't think they're you know they're not usually the selfie type right they're not that's no. not their, that's not their main focus no, these are business really users these are business yeah. people yeah, yeah. so if, as long as it's good enough for you know teams calls and video conferences and things like that then i think i think it's going to be all right that you know it has more viewable display yeah absolutely that's a great point and i to that as well, if you're going to take a selfie, you're going to leave it closed, right? And use the main camera or the front-facing camera, which is 10 megapixels, instead of opening up this giant display just to see yourself bigger on the screen. I don't know. I like, that's yeah, and, and, and I, actually, you might even you might even do the selfies with the display open. Samsung has some really cool um, modes um, for the cameras and the displays where you can get a really good preview mode on that front. And, and there's no reason not to use the back cameras for your yeah, exactly. for your selfies. I mean, why why compromise the quality at all? You know, 
I agree 100% with you. All right, so any other thoughts about the fold before we move on to the flip? Perlo, any any other thoughts about it? No, other than that, that's too too damn expensive for me. And, and, <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm still, you know, an ogre who is afraid of, of folding technology and I'm going to break it, you know, or, or my wife is going to drop it and then I've got an $1,800 paperweight. You know, that, that's what scares the hell out of me the <laughs> yeah. most. Matt, what about you? Well, one last thing I'll have to mention. Regular regular readers probably know I'm a huge fan of color on my phones, and uh, I'm going for that phantom green. I, I, I'm a I'm a dark green fan, and I see that, and I'm like, okay, you got my money. <laughs> so you you beat that, me to it that's because called, that's that's called having jaguar envy, uh, <laughs> Matt. Yeah, um, you, you beat me to it, Matt. I was going to ask you what color you were going to buy, so that that works out. Yeah, I'm excited crazy. to see it um, and, and see the reception of just the market as a whole, especially business users. It looks like the multitasking features uh, got a steady improvement this year. We'll see. Right. From what I understand, some of those are going to trickle down to the Fold 2 via software updates. So if I find a really inexpensive Fold 2, I may pick one of those up and just to test the technology. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Hopefully Samsung finally decides to send me a review unit for a couple of weeks. I would love to dig into this and actually finally get my hands on one. Um, Wait, one other thing, and this goes kind of for both phones as well. Both of them have magnetic stripe uh, technology. So MST is back. I didn't see that. Yeah, it's in the spec sheet. And I thought that was a little weird because Samsung said... That's the old school school Samsung pay, right? Yeah, they they, they, traditionally had the magnetic stripe technology, which is you hold it up to any card reader and it... It uh, transmits, it basically mimics that you swiped a card and it tricks the card readers. And so both spec sheets for the Flip 3 and the Fold 3 have that back on it, which I thought was a little weird because they said they were done with it and NFC was the way forward. Maybe because these are premium phones. I I don't know. Interesting anyways. I'm curious if that means the watch is going to see that as well because they they did take it out of the watches too. And that was always kind of a, a benefit of the watches, but... I guess we'll have to see. (laughs) I love it. It's black magic, and I absolutely love that technology. Um, All right, Perlo, so what about the Flip 3 did you like? Was it anything that stood out to you about the new Flip 3? I think it's finally at the price point where where I am willing to look at it. Um, I like the fact that it is also, I believe, been upgraded to 120 hertz, which is a big deal for me because you got on the smaller phones, you got to have that that nice refresh rate, I think, uh, to make a big difference. the uh, it's got this one is the first one that also has um the uh the uh, the, the pen technology does it not no so, it does not uh, have nope oh it does not did they did not do pen on this one no oh man really yeah it's it's strictly the full three yeah that sucks um what i did what i did notice was the to get to that price point of that thousand dollars they had to go from a 256 gig to 128 Right, so they're kind of now taking the Apple approach of the 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 lowest level phone, the lowest price point phone having the lowest amount of, of storage. Uh, I mean, not that on twenty eight gig is is bad. Um, it's still twice what what Apple had, yeah. you know, in this lowest level iPhone. Um, but um, it is interesting that 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 they chose that piece to to sort of uh, compromise on was was the storage. Um, for, for now the, I, I didn't even notice if it had an external if it had an SD card slot or not. But um, one twenty eight is probably okay for most people, for most human beings, unless you get a ton 
of songs, you know, that you want to store locally, uh, and you know, and not use something like a Spotify or something like that uh, to distribute music. Yeah, Matt, what did you think about the Flip Three? You know, it's funny. I I'm a foldable fan, but I've never ever held even one of the flip phones the, Z, the really? flip phones before mm. never no i've always always thought about it because it was a little bit more affordable but i i, I mean I, i'm using the the bigger one as a mini tablet replacement and right. this doesn't address that this just sure. addresses a kind of the smaller form factor you know phone which i don't really care about because i've got big enough hands and pockets and stuff but i I think they're a pretty cool device. And I think my wife, for example, would love something like that that could fold up much easier into her purse and things. But I, I just haven't really tested one out. I'm curious about it. I like the lower price point. Um, these ones are very iterative every time, like Jason mentioned earlier that, you know, third generation, the first two were almost exactly the same, except for 5G. You know, yeah. this one doesn't seem to take it much further, but uh, I, I'm sure Flip fans will appreciate lower price, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And some more colors, right? That's kind of the thing There's with the, a ton of with the colors flip. On this one. flip. <laughs> so, you know, I, I've worked in the cell phone, smartphone, well, cell phone industry since I was 16. So a long time. And I sold phones through high school and then I ended up working for Verizon for years. And as I was sitting, going through the spec sheet and all the features of the flip, like this, and just so listeners who aren't familiar with the design of both of these devices, the fold actually opens like a book to create this large tablet like display where the flip folds in half vertically, like an old flip phone, like the old razor or you name any flip phone, yeah. StarTac, whatever, uh, from years ago. And at this price point with this design and just looking at the marketing materials, the cases that they came out with, the loops and the keychains and all that, and all of the colors, like you said, Matt, this this reminds me of a phone that could just take off like wildfire and be like the new Motorola Razor because it is not that expensive at $9.99 for a foldable phone. So when you flip it open, you go to a 6.4 inch, 6.7, 6.7 inch display with 120 hertz refresh rate, which is a giant regular smartphone, but then you fold that in half and you still have a 1.9 inch display on the front to look at your incoming messages and the clock and your calendar alerts and all of that. I can see this phone selling really, really well. Uh, strictly. Yeah. I mean, look, Samsung, they know how to play to the market, right? And they've slowly eased into this. And now just looking at everything that they're doing, they're ready to attack it. And the, the plan so, is to use the Flip 3. Let's talk about the the little, um, the, the, the two 800-pound gorillas in the room. What's the current price point of the S21? Oh, it's all you? over the place. I mean, it, it really <laughs> depends on, you know, what promotion Samsung is running at the, the low, at that So time. like the lowest or mid-level one at this point. Are, are we almost at the same price point as the $1,000 uh, uh, Flip? I mean, so, if you're... Yeah, you're you're. Yeah, I think it's close to that. Yeah, you're hovering around that. Right. Yeah, so you're so you're talking about potential cannibalization effect, right? Because I mean, this is adds an extra cool, you know, Captain Kirk Star Trek thing on top of right. it for the same price point, and it's the same triple eight uh, Qualcomm, is it not? It is. So from a from a performance standpoint, uh, it's got the eight gig of RAM versus maybe the higher RAM capability of the of the twelve of the twenty one, but still. I think that this is now looking like a much more attractive phone than the S21 at, at the base model is. Yeah. So for a little bit extra, 
Um, there's that. The other 800-pound grill in the room is that we are introducing these phones at such a late time period where um, we're looking at, you know, Android 12 rolling in within the next two, three months. <laughs> that means for, for Samsung to incorporate that into their process, we're talking probably another six, right? So that kind of bites. Yeah, but right? that's normal. Mm-hmm. Note fans who are used to buying a phone in August or September from Samsung know that the next version of Android comes out in October-ish, and you're going to wait a little bit of time before you're caught up. And then the new Samsung phones that are released in February or March, which are the next S series, are going to already run the newest version. That's like that's a normal cadence for Samsung fans. Uh, whereas, and I don't know if they really care because Samsung does yeah. so much to the operating system uh, with One UI that I don't know if Samsung fans truly, truly care if they have Android 11 or 12. They just want yeah, Samsung's off- improvements. Often, just like you mentioned, Jason, we, we see that Samsung incorporates and comes up with things in their current version of the operating yeah. system that yeah. Google comes out with later. So yeah. I, I, I agree that the Samsung fans don't really care. And Samsung's been fantastic with the Android security updates. I mean, they're right. coming out within the first week of the next month. I mean, they're really good at that. And that's what's important for enterprise people is they get those Android security. Yeah, updates. I mean, I mean, Samsung has always been on, on, on the on the on ahead on on security stuff anyway with their with Knox and all the other stuff that they have implemented in the past before even you know Google incorporates that architecturally to their own platform. So the as as the corporate Android phone, you know, it is the absolutely probably the best one you can get, right. you know, in terms of a vendor, in terms of the in terms of their enterprise support, the MDM and all the other stuff that they do. No no question about that. I, I just I mean maybe I'm overreacting to it, but I mean I, I find that that um you know, I don't happen to like their 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 add-ons, their overlays. I think that it adds, it eats up too much resources. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know so I know a bunch of friends that have recently gone to S twenty ones after uh, their old phones had died, and you know they need to go on AT and T and have a certified phone for it for five G and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, they're coming from OnePlus or something else that has a less a less heavy interface, and they just hate the UI. And, yeah. and 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 I don't and I don't blame them. And it was one of the reasons why I had not been able to stick with 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 the Samsung phone for very long. It just I, I I just I just found myself trying to get around too many of the other things in the launcher and and their other stuff and trying to disable all the other things that I didn't like that that just got in the way. Um, so um, I'm, I'm curious actually what they're going to do with the overlay on on these devices. Um, you know, they're going to be the same as they had last year, or if they're going to try to. Do oh, no, a it's, bit it's the same. It's, I think it's One UI 4 they're up to now, so it's a little bit refreshed. It's, but it's still, you know, the, the new minimalistic approach that they took with, I think it was One UI in general uh, a couple of years ago. Matt probably could speak to it more than I can. But real quick before we do that, all Samsung Galaxy devices on Samsung.com are $200 off right now. So the S21 Ultra is $999. S21 mm-hmm. Plus is $799. S21 is $699. So ultra is nine ninety nine. Interesting. Yeah, but they do this all the time, right? And then that was my point earlier, where the Z Fold three and to now the Z Flip three are going to be discounted in a number of months. It's just oh, what yeah. Samsung I, does with every. Re- I looked at the Z Fold th- Z Fold two yesterday just because uh, I'm like, huh, what's it cost for a Z Fold two? 
they're also down. Like you mentioned earlier, they were at seventeen ninety nine. Yeah, they're down two or three hundred dollars from there. I mean, are they really? So if you really want the late a foldable, buy the buy last year's model. Right. <laughs> I saw on Swap with that the not mint conditions, but the level underneath that for the fold yeah. two are going for seven ninety nine right now, which yeah. is wow. very tempting, right? Like. I want to try a foldable phone. I want to carry one around for a while. And the Fold 2 wasn't horrible. It doesn't have S Pen or all the new features that the, the Fold 3 has right now. But, I mean, to, as a test device, that, that might be worth it. That might actually get me to jump on board. So yeah. One UI, real quick, Matt, what are your thoughts on One UI? One UI doesn't bother me too much. Um, um, it, you know, like you mentioned, I think it was One UI, one UI 3 was their last version I tried out. Um, they've done away with some of the duplication. You know, they, they used to have a mail and a gal. They used to have mm. a duplicate of everything Google had. They are slimming that down. But the one thing that's been bothering me lately about Samsung phones is I'm seeing more and more ads pop up in the notifications yeah, and other things like that. And I'm like, really? Especially on like a Z Fold, I'm paying, you know, a couple thousand bucks. I shouldn't see any ads unless Samsung with know. special offers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right, and, right. and you know, and Apple right. has started right. doing this too, though. It's not just a Samsung thing, but the ads on Samsung devices are more blatantly ads yeah. and they're more intrusive and annoying. And you open the galaxy store, which you have to, right? You right. have to right. use the galaxy store, which is Samsung's own app store that is pre-installed on every Samsung device. And they use that to update some of the system apps, but not right. all of the system apps. Uh -huh. And it's, it doesn't make sense how they go about picking and choosing which apps are updated through there. But the moment you do that, you open yourself up to ads or the yeah. Samsung, what is it, Care or Samsung Members app. I, they've changed the name a few times. That app has sent me ads. I had an, a Galaxy S21 Ultra uh, review device around here. And of course, as we go into Samsung season, turned it back on updated it and i think within five minutes i had ads showing up well, yeah oh and, my you know, god i've been using the iphone now for i don't know seven months and i i like apple pay i'm really getting into it but boy you jump into samsung pay as soon as you open it up across the across the top is banner ads for things i'm like i just want to use it for paying something <laughs> or you get an alert that says go spend money here and you'll save 10 percent or whatever right. No, right. no 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 i did not i do not want that so if Samsung is listening, knock it off. And if Apple's listening, you knock it off too, because yeah. their ads are, are there. They just are very sneaky about how their ads are. Um, well, the one thing I'll say about the Z Flip, right? The, the people that I know that buy them, they love the Z Flip. It's because it has some pretty cool modes that they, you know, they can prop it up at a yeah. at a 90 degree angle and use the camera and things like that. So I, I think there's there's a there's definitely a growing community of Z Flip users um, and fans, and I think they're going to like this update because now they can have that IPX8, you know, water resistance in there, and just a, a more modern uh, version of the Flip that they love at a price that, you know, save a couple hundred bucks. Maybe they trade in their their Z Flip 5G and you know end up out of pocket only a few hundred bucks. So yeah, I mean, that's I, one I, thing. If you're going to get in on a trade in for Samsung, you get in on the pre orders because they they have so many deals before the actual launch of the phones. Yeah. You've got to get in early. And right now they're actually offering, you can trade in two phones rather than normally you can just trade in one for the phone. Now you can trade in two phones to buy a Z Fold 3. So. It's actually four total devices. Because, yeah, because, oh, because, four. Yeah, yeah, because, so, because, because you need like to trade in four phones to buy a Z, uh, Z Fold 3. So I'm looking, I have the press release open in front of me. I'm glad you brought this up because I did want to mention it. You could, 
trade in up to four devices, which include tablets, smartphones, and smartwatches, and earn up to $800 in credit towards the full three or 500 total. What about like unwanted, what about like unwanted children and, <laughs> and, and pets and stuff like that? Can you give them those? That is not in the fine print. So you'll have to consult with legal Perlo. Um, but yeah, four devices, Matt, to your point, that is insane. <laughs> Who takes four devices? Which is great because they, they recycle them and they go through the proper channels yeah. for e-waste. But I mean, look, I'm, I have I'm a lot of devices. I'm my shelves. I got plenty of devices. <laughs> <that I> can... <laughs> Seriously. Now, actually, you're giving me uh, a, a great idea of how to finally afford a, a Z Fold 3. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to have to look around for some old watches and stuff. But yeah, I, they do have some great great um promotions for trading devices in and, and, and you're not restricted like carriers restrict you to sign up for an unlimited plan and you have right. to switch from a different carrier and port your number over i think verizon has given thousand dollars off the z fold 3 but you have to mm -hmm. be a new customer and be on one of their premium unlimited plans in order to be eligible for it which is just um a little ridiculous yeah, all right guys Samsung also gives you um uh, 100, 150, $200 credits, you know, which you're yeah. going to need on the Z Fold 3 if you want that S Pen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a $200 Samsung.com credit uh, you can use to purchase accessories, which is the S Pen Pro uh, edition and then maybe a case or something like that for the yeah. Z Fold 3. Perlo, do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap this up? Yeah. All I know is I'm spending, I'm already spending too much money, Jason. Uh, and and I, I have a list of things that I need to buy at the end of this, but towards the end of this year. And uh, I, I'd like to make room for for one of these, maybe a flip, but I I I I, I don't know yet. I, I'm not convinced that that I'm that I'm ready to jump in the water with these things yet. <laughs> what about you, Matt? I, I've got to put up or shut up. You know, I, I I've I've bought and then sold two folds because of the water resistance and. Uh, you know, in the S Pen, and now they both have it. I have no excuse. I have to buy it. Otherwise, I'm a, you know, hypocrite. So. We'll see if this one sticks, right? We'll see how long you yeah. end up keeping it before it ends up on Swappa or, or some other yeah. website selling it to a friend. Maybe you'll sell it to me. Who knows? I'm kind of upset with you, to be honest, because you brought up this whole four device trade in. <laughs> this, mm. this episode may have cost me $1,000. Let's just leave it there. <laughs> I'm excited to see, like I said earlier, how the, you know the consumers respond to this. I think the Z Flip 3 could be a huge hit. Like Motorola, not razor defining, you know, changing the industry. But I, I think we could see a lot of people carrying around the Z Flip 3, which is going to be a good test bed to see how rugged and how uh, good Samsung has done in implementing this foldable display technology because they haven't sold a whole lot of these. I have yet to see one in the wild. Although I haven't been in the wild for the last year all that often. So thanks again, Matt, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And hopefully we can have you on again soon, maybe after you get that full three and we'll we'll go through the nitty gritty with it. Show and tell, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm Jason thanks, Cipriani. And I'm Jason Perlow. And this is Jason Squared. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out all of our work at ZDNet.com.